Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! Yes, next up, we are chatting to Andrew Swain out of Sydney. He's one of the voices of rugby. You would have heard him. He was at the Sydney Sevens over the weekend for World Rugby. He's also a producer and commentator on Stan Sport and Channel 9, and it is our pleasure to have him on the programme for the very first time. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. How was your weekend? Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's good to catch up, Kirsty and Beeve. Um, oh, great weekend. What a weekend it was in Sydney. The atmosphere in the new Allianz Stadium for the Sevens was simply electric. That's probably the best way to put it. Uh, look, I don't want to put you on the spot, Andrew, but how did Sydney compare to Hamilton uh, a week earlier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, Hamilton was great. It was the first time I've ever been to the Tron, and I, uh, oh. gee, I, I, did, I did enjoy myself, but... Got to say, the Atmos, in the, it's a brand new stadium at Allianz Stadium. It's a brand new build. Um, and it, I reckon it's built for sevens, you got to say. Like, it's, it has that kind of concourse area. It was, it was like, well, Saturday afternoon at about four o'clock, I, I went for a walk around. And it was like an episode of The Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of sunburnt and um, slightly, probably... Uh, let's just say under the weather people, um, and uh, but it was so much fun. And, uh, you know, the Fijian fans, I mean, we saw it a week earlier yeah. in Hamilton, they were simply epic. Uh, and the Irish fans as well. I mean, Bondi is basically, it's not too far from Allianz Stadium, and it's it's a suburb of Dublin now. So they were, they were all in Allianz Stadium just having a great time. It was brilliant. You'll have to take a trip to Hamilton with Beaver and you'll change your mind about Hamilton. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, mate, obviously, just before we get on to the actual playing action, obviously, there's much to be said about having a stadium in the heart of uh, where the people want to be as far as the pubs, the surrounding districts. I mean, I've been to a couple of games as a supporter out to Stadium Australia, and that sort of just doesn't really compare, does it? No, exactly right, Peter. It's, it's, it's quite sort of remote out there is probably the best way to put it. There's nothing really around, but you go to... Um, Allianz Stadium and, in, and you can walk up to the pubs in Paddington there's restaurants everywhere down Oxford Street and it's it's just um, you know just in the thick of it really so yeah you're absolutely right it, it just creates a, a, a much better atmosphere and um, and we saw that uh, we have, we've had Sevens events in the past out in uh, in Homebush and, and that sort of area and look they've been good but they haven't been great this was great on the weekend I remember always in the Chiefs bus going to a Friday night game at the SFS, and that's when I used to look out the window and think, I think I'd actually rather be out there where those people are, and those all those pubs lining up Paddington. But uh, the, on the on the sevens, mate, uh, obviously the Black Ferns, our sevens girls, got the job done. Obviously, their big rival these days is, and always has been the Australians. Got the wood on them at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. And look, the Aussies had a pretty ordinary tournament, to be fair. They 
they really choked, I've got to say, um, over the over the course of the three days. Um, but yeah, the Black Ferns were brilliant, and, and look, it's it's that new generation of of women coming through, isn't it? The the Georgia Millers of the world mm. that uh, really stood out over the last fortnight, um, and to you know get two gold medals on the trot, and uh, and the Aussie women not really picking up too many competition points over the last two weeks and really disappointing um you know that, that they've really got the jump on the aussies now i think the black ferns and bringing through that that new generation of, of women as well um you, you they're just somehow able to reinvent the wheel and and excel at the highest level constantly and and we over this side of the ditch we actually look at them in awe because they're brilliant we love our aussie women's sevens team as well uh, and they've got some great new talent coming through. Um, but, you know, the Black Ferns are really the benchmark at the moment. Yeah, it's been so exciting to see some of these youngsters coming through. And they're already superstars, aren't they? Um, and on the men's side, Peyton Spencer, he's an up-and-comer. He made his international debut over the weekend. We talked about him a little bit on Thursday uh, when it was announced that he was going over. What did you see from him in the All Black Seven side? Oh, look, I actually had the, the great pleasure of calling his first game. And um, he scored He scored on debut. Uh, you know, it was a, a really magnificent moment for him. I'm told, now you guys can probably confirm this for me, that he actually came on as a substitute fielder for a Black Caps match. So this wasn't his first international action. Um, that's that's what I'm told. I don't know if it's true. You might be able to confirm it with well, me. But... Hey, there's Hamilton Boyce. He slipped through your cracks. Do you Do you know that? <laughs> did he sneak onto Sneddon Park? I'm not sure. Maybe it must. Did, it or... must have been. Yeah, it must have been. It was in a in a one day. I was like, you know, they bring the in a test. They bring the substitute fielder on. Uh, so that's what I'm told. Anyway, but it gee, it was so good to see him um, excelling and 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 just his you know natural ability. He's so young and so much development still to come. Uh, and he didn't get you know he he played that first full game and then sort of had limited minutes after that, but. Gee, he's a star of the future, and and what pedigree as well with that Spencer name. Absolutely, there's uh, it's probably. I mean, Carlos didn't play much sevens, but there's probably fewer footballers uh, better suited to it than uh, than King Carlos. Just with the with the All Black sevens team, they've been scratching around. They're always competitive, but the last the last wee while, geez, what what have you seen in them that's taken them to another level? Obviously, they lucked out in Hamilton, but they are very very about big time at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, sitting on top of this, the World Series standings, um, and you know, I, I feel like um, it's, it's their big names. It's the Sam Dixons of the world. It's the McGarvey Blacks. Um, those guys are really standing up. Dylan Collier had a, an amazing game in that in that final um, against South Africa, and and to hold them to donut is is quite simply impressive. You know, the, the Blitzbocker are. Um, I think they're probably the most improved team over the, the past couple of weeks uh, and to make the final against the, the, the All Black Sevens boys. But, mate, yeah, you're absolutely right, Beaver. They were, they were really I, – I feel like they were stinging a little bit by losing that final against Argentina last week and you saw the hunger in their eyes. That You know, we, we got a few wonderful close-up shots as they were standing in the tunnel um, before games, and, and every time there was this steely resolve in their eyes, and you, you just thought, geez, these guys aren't going to get beaten this weekend. Andrew, while we've got you on the line, sorry, Beeve, uh, I just wanted to talk to you about Eddie Jones, who, of course, was there in Sydney uh, over the weekend. What sort of reception has he got in Australia? Are people now excited about the Wallabies and Rugby World Cup year? 
Yeah, I actually had the pleasure of meeting Eddie for the very first time yesterday, and um, I'd never met him before. It's what's it's he like? Really, he's he's a really interesting character. That's probably the best way to put him. <laughs> and, and look, and, and everyone I speak to who knows him really well thinks they they say to me, "Well, you just don't know what to expect with him." Yeah. And um, you know, but the, the one thing he has done, he's put rugby back on the back pages here in in australia that's for for one thing he's a he's a pr dream for rugby australia uh, and he's got a, a proven track record of great results and and um you know i really felt felt for dave rennie when when he was let go i just i know i know uh, we've worked a, a lot with dave rennie over the last couple of years um as a broadcaster and you know he's just a a, a tremendous human being um but and I think he'd admit this himself. It's a it's a results based business. And and um, Eddie, the game changed when when Eddie was sacked from England, um, and they had to they had to move quickly. But I, I feel like a it's a it's a PR dream for Rugby Australia, which is great. Gets rugby on the back page, and with that proven track record of results, uh, you know I'm at a um, right now at a, at a rugby league. Uh, shoot for Channel 9 at the moment, actually, with the Manly Seagulls. And Anthony Seabold was here before, who worked with him for England. And uh, he was saying that, um, you know, even even the rugby league family are talking about it at the moment. And that's that's something else. So it's a really good good thing for Australian rugby. Uh, they just need to win now. And that's that's the biggest thing. Well, Andrew, we appreciate you coming on the program. Thank you so much for your time, especially when you're do- busy doing other things as well. It's been a pleasure. Anytime, guys. Great to chat. Great call over the weekend as well. That was the Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. That is Andrew Swain from World Rugby, uh, Stan Sport, Channel 9. Blimmin' good bugger. Uh, We worked together in Hamilton last week. Those Australian uh, commentators, broadcasters, are incredibly clever, Beef, and he's one of them. Very clever, yes. You'd really uh, get on with him. Yeah, yeah, would I? I I get on well with uh, young Maloney, that's for sure. I enjoyed his company. Cut from the same cloth. (laughs) I can imagine. Um, When he was talking about... Obviously needs a new tour of Hamilton, though. Yeah, could have come out on me a Friday night. I was showing him the lights. Um, that that stadium where the old SFS yes, was, yes. like that, that to me is like the absolute epitome of how you build a stadium and where you build a stadium. Like anyone that's been to Sydney when the FS, SFS was a thing, as I say, everything the Paddington area is right there. It's it's a stone's throw from other significant lively spots of Sydney. Um, so I think it's going to be brilliant. I know they're probably still going to put the big all-black test out at Stadium Australia because they're going to get eighty or 90,000. It's just a bit too to... far, isn't it? Getting on the train and heading out to Homebush is just too far. I've, I've done a state of origin out there with some mates and we had a day in Darling Harbour and then the admin of getting yeah, out there. With 100,000 other people trying oh. to squish onto the train and then also getting back out. Oh, getting out. <laughs> getting well, we, out. Left, we left five minutes early because we wanted to get to Double Bay. Um, of course and, uh, you did. A couple of nightclubs there we'd been tipped off about. So Didn't know there were nightclubs in Double Bay. Well, you can find a couple. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I think having that stadium back, hopefully they bring back test matches to there as opposed to going out there because, geez, it is a magnificent venue.